Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're planning a meeting, conference, or special event in Missoula, consider the Wingate by Wyndham. Our event space is comfortable and flexible. Whether you need an intimate boardroom meeting or a conference war 100, Missoula's Wingate is the perfect fit. Our audio-visual equipment, upgraded internet, and flexible food and beverage policies allow you to put on an impressive show without breaking the bank. Call us at Missoula's Wingate, where we make you feel at home when you're not. I'd like to welcome in what we're doing here at the very beginning of the show. Former University of Montana linebacker, former NFL linebacker, and, uh, well, former neighbor, current neighbor, Jordy Tripp. Jordy Tripp in studio with us. Jordy, how are you doing, man? Yeah, how you fellas doing? Doing great. Great to have you in here. We appreciate you coming down no, on uh, on a big uh, on a big week, big weekend. What is this week like for you now? Man, when, it's, you, when you played in this it's, and then yeah, it's coming great. back? You know, I mean, as a player, you kind of get... Uh, Lost in the whole wash of, of, you know, game prep and everything. And, and you're so honing on football as, as a fan, you know, growing up. I mean, both of you could attest. It's huge, you know, for the state and for Grizz fans all across the country. And it, it's kind of cool to see it from a 30,000-foot view, you know. Everything that goes into it, the passion, you know, between the Grizz and the Cats and, and, and uh, everybody involved around the state. So, you know, I'm fired up. You know, I woke up on, what was it, Sunday morning on his cat week and, and uh, fired up to watch this Watch this thing unfold. Um, you know, it's great. It's it's fun to uh, to be a fan and watch it. You yeah. Know? I, th- I think that uh, one thing that's interesting, I think sometimes the fans get lost on, yeah, he teased that Jody Owens is coming on the show, and, and you just nodded kind of a nod of, <laughs> of healthy respect. And I think that fans get kind of caught up in how much they hate oh, the man. other side of this oh, thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, man, I remember covering you guys. I mean, like you and Cody Kirk yep. and my brother, you guys all grew up together. Know each other since you were six years old, right? And then Cody's playing for yep. the Cats. You're playing for the Grizz. But, you know, on the field, uh, when the, when it's going on, of course, you want to beat your brother. But, oh, yeah. But well, you I mean, like, hate each well, other, Well, I mean, like right? your brother Brooks and I and then, and, like, and then Cody were all like AAU teams and well, I was never good at basketball. I tried to be an AAU team. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Brooks and Cody and those guys, uh, you know, and Cody and I, I mean, he grew up out in Frenchtown. We're best yeah. friends, you know, pulling four-wheelers around and stuff with tires and joking around. And then, you know, fast forward until we're in college, and then he's lining up across the ball and we're playing against each other. You know, it's it, it's fun. you got a great deal of respect, and 
and you said Jody's coming on. He was a great linebacker. Uh, him and I kind of developed a relationship through the playing years, just uh, you know, back and forth, and and see him coaching and, and stuff. I think it's pretty cool. Uh, he's a great guy. A lot of respect for him. He's a great linebacker. Um, so you got a lot of respect for those guys, you know. But uh, at the end of the day, you want to win. <laughs> when it comes to uh, uh, you know being watching the Grizzlies now, and Bobby Howe comes back, you know, into his second year here, and you're actually in a position where you can pay a little bit of attention. Obviously, mm-hmm. when you're playing, you're doing it, and then when you're playing professionally, that's kind of got your attention, doesn't it? So you, it's, you're kind of like maybe peeking over your shoulder. But now you're kind of you can watch the games, maybe go to a game and that kind of yeah. thing. What's that been like for you? And what's your assessment of just where Montana is at from your vantage point right it's now? It's great. You know, um, I was recruited by Coach Houck, right? And um, you know, he taught. And instilled in us a lot of great things. You know, if you go back, a lot of the guys that played post college came from him, and and it wasn't just because of the quality of the athlete, but it's the type of man that he demands you be um, from day one there. And and you know, I got a lot of respect for him for that. You know, and um, he lets you know that it's not for everybody. I think we started out with nineteen or twenty guys and ended up with like seven or eight. But those are the guys that you want right next to you on game day and, and uh, the same thing in life. So I got a lot of respect for coach Houck and, and uh, the culture that they have reestablished there. You can see it on game day, the attention to detail and the toughness and the grit, um, you know, eliminating penalties that could cost you the game or false starts. It could cost you the game, whatever it be. So i um, very happy to have him back and see um, that culture and toughness instilled back in Montana. And um, yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun to watch, guys and coaches who were there. Yeah, I mean, Coach Rosenbaugh was there. Um, Coach Houck, obviously. Coach Germer. And, uh, you know, I've known Brent Pease and, and uh, some of those guys. So it's awesome. It's really happy. I mean, I'm really happy to have him back. From from a, a trained eye, what do you think of what they're doing on defense? Because the scheme is pretty oh my crazy, gosh. right? Like, it's a little bit different it than is what they're doing. Why, so, Coach Bear, you know, I have no relation to him before, and I went and, a couple times went and sat in his office with him and talked through some things. And, you know, like I said, from a 30,000-foot view now, just to kind of jump in and go watch a practice or two, it's really, really cool to see some of the stuff they're doing. You know, a lot of unconventional looks. And, and uh, as to somebody who's been through a number of different defenses in the NFL and also in college, um, it's really cool to see how creative he is with, with uh, certain looks and, and uh, you know, how you can make a base zone coverage look the exact same as, um, you know, a man or his own pressure. And I... I couldn't tell a few times, and it's pretty cool to see. And it's cool to see these kids pick it up and play fast. It's, a, it's an attestment to their coaches and how well they're, rele- they're relaying that information to them. It's, uh, it's pretty cool. Former Montana Grizzly linebacker Jordy Tripp in here with us, former NFL linebacker as well. And speaking of, you were an outstanding linebacker, went on to play professionally. You were half of an outstanding linebacking unit uh, for a yeah. time at the University of Montana. When you look at... Well, you have Dante Olson and Jace Lewis right now. What what do you see in those guys from a guy who played that spot? Yeah, well, I'll get to Dante in a second, but watching Jace step up, I I mean, I've barely even talked to the kid, but I impressive I, though. I huh? love you know when I flip on the TV or you go to a game, and he flashes, man. And I mean, I had no idea, and then I go watch him, and like you know, you see a three or something, and you're like, dang, who is this kid? And then you're like, wow, you know, he's he's showing up across the field. He's got you can tell he's got good hands, good feet, good technique. And um, I think a lot of that has to do with his defensive coordinator, linebacker coach, Coach Bear. And, uh, you know, kind of moving to Dante, you know, he's got everything that it takes. You know, you watch enough guys. Well, you two both know you watch athletes all the time. 
And the guy can move. He's got long arms. He uses his hands extremely well. That's the biggest difference from college to the NFL is how well a defender can use their hands. You know, you watch any guy on Sunday, um, extremely violent, good hands. And he does a great job with that. And he can run, though, too. So, you know, both of them um, are a lot of fun to watch, a lot of fun to watch. And it's really interesting to see how Coach Bear uses them in different schemes and looks to get them in position to make plays. You know, we talk a lot of, about, especially with some of the skill guys on offense, that next gear that they go to. Yeah. It, it seems to me that Dante especially, when he's running to make a tackle, right at the point of impact, hits another gear. Where he's, yeah. he's you always, you know, they go through the guy and all that, but it, it, it just seems different when I'm watching him. Mm-hmm. The way that impact happens and just the... There's the certainty that it's going to go the direction he's headed in. Absolutely. And and as a college guy who who played, you know, for me, one thing looking back, you know, you you always want to realize, you know, okay, I gotta play at a certain level. And that's the difference that I think when you watch a guy like Dante, is when when he strikes, um, there's a different type of explosion than maybe the other ninety nine percent of the guys on the field. And that's nothing, you know, against them, but he gets that both mentally and how to apply it physically. And, you know, you turn on the on the tape on Sunday, that's the biggest difference is that next gear when you go to the point of attack. And mm-hmm. he's extremely strong in that regard, and he's smart. You know, he's not just running around out there. I, th- I think the best way to watch a guy and how he can translate to the next level is, one, how physical and violent he can use his hands, and, two, how many plays does he make outside of the numbers, not hashes, out, mm-hmm. outside the numbers. No, you know, when you th- see them throw a bubble screen and he's making a play outside of the numbers – on more often than not, you know, it's it, it's a pretty good key as you two both know to how that translates. You know, that's that's the difference because when they look at that, if you don't start, I mean, for me, yeah, I was a linebacker in in the NFL, but I mean, I started a few games, but I was primarily a teams guy. So if you don't end up making it as a linebacker, you got to be able to run, and they love linebackers at the next level, and those guys got to be able to make plays in space because you're tackling, you know, safeties, DBs, running backs, receivers. So uh, I think. It's fun to watch him, and I know we're talking about Dante, but man, Jace flashes a lot in the same regard. Yeah. You know, when you watch him outside of the outside of the numbers, yeah. and it's such a great Montana story too, because the kid—I mean, he's all of six one, two hundred five pounds. Yeah. He's, not, he's not a big guy, <laughs> no. And coming out of uh, Jefferson County High School, and right, excuse me, out of Townsend High School, yeah. I mean, Class B school. I mean, that was a crazy story his senior year. I mean, they lost a teammate in a car wreck, and those oh, kids man, were yeah. heartbroken. And, I mean, they only had 15, 16, 17 guys out for football. And everybody was thinking, well, I mean, this kid, I mean, he had like 400 career tackles in high school. He was a, <laughs> he was a quarterback who threw like 50 touchdowns. But everybody's like, well, but what is he going to play in college? Nobody would give him a full ride. Oh, and man. he's proved everybody wrong. I yeah. mean, and now here he is. I think he's yeah. third in the, in the league in tackles. He's got 105 tackles. He's been lighting it up. I mean, it's wild. Yeah. Production-wise, you could actually honestly say that he's been on par with Dante the last month. I mean, oh, he's, absolutely. He's been absolutely on par. Yeah. Is it those two guys, too, and their ability, and I mean, sideline to sideline, yeah. that allows Montana to do some of the exotic stuff that it likes to do you from know, a defensive scheme? It does, and a lot of it has to do with with their disguise and how they roll into stuff. If you look at the safety DB shell, they all work great together. Um, they got some guys up front, um, particularly inside, who allow those guys to run fr- run free. Right. You know, that's one thing when we were there. We had a D-line that demanded a lot of attention, which allows your linebackers to run free. If they got to double-team those guys up front, then you, then you can run and hit. And then, uh, you know, on top of that, I think there's an added level of confidence 
for for Jason, for Dante, knowing that their back end between Robbie and whoever else is in at safety um, is going to clean it up, and they know that they have their back. So if if you watch 17 back there too, he's he's extremely calculated. He he is rarely out of position. And, uh, Seems like his dad's and a he's, coach or something. Yeah, he's he's making more and more plays each week. But if you watch the plays he's making, um, he's he's in great position to make plays. I mean, he's he's rarely out of position. It's fun to watch him play just good ball um, among the other guys. So I think that the better defensive play week to week is becoming um, a confidence thing, knowing that they can take shots where they can, and they're not trying to do more than their job. You know, you watch any great defense out there, you know, particularly Baltimore right now or, or New England minus their one game, those guys aren't trying to do anything outside their wheelhouse. You know, they just do their jobs and do it well, and uh, they rely if somebody goes somewhere else that their guy is going to, their buddy next to him is going to do their job, and I think that's where a lot of this success is coming from is the confidence side of it. We talk about schemes. How much more complicated is it in the NFL than it is in college? Or is it that much oh more complicated? Oh, my gosh. So <laughs> it's either – Way more complicated or way more simple, you know? <laughs> right. So, so um, between, you know, okay, so Green Bay yeah. and Miami. So those two schemes were really complex. I mean, it took a lot of time and a lot of devotion to that time to properly understand it so you don't get caught out of position. You go to, you know, Seattle or um, Atlanta or Jacksonville, they're all, this, you know, based off the same um, Dan Quinn, Pete Carroll covering yeah. three scheme. And those were... In, in the grand scheme of things, very simple in terms of alignment and assignment. But you also look at those teams and the amount of freak athletes they have on those teams. I mean, you look at a Seattle defense compared to, you know, overall maybe a different defense out there. It's 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 kind of cool to see the difference in, in, in schemes and, and uh, how their players apply. Yeah. But, uh, man, when you look at a defensive unit and their success – one thing that'll kill a good athlete and, and, and slow them down is is them thinking. Mm-hmm. And when you watch a defense, you know, a lot of the times success has to do with the athlete not thinking. And you can watch these guys out here, Montana, on game day and they're not thinking. They're flying around. You watch a Seattle or a Baltimore, they're not thinking, they're they're hitting and they're triggering. When you watch guys get beat or you see a blown coverage, it's because guys are confused, they're playing slow. And they're not playing free. So um, that's another attestment, you know, to Coach Bear and those guys. Is they're playing fast, they're playing free. Coulter, you have a business, and your business is based in the World Wide Web. Indeed I do. So I'm on my computer all the time. And if you're not online, you're not making money, and it is important to make sure that you're online and secure. Am I right? Absolutely. Got to be cyber safe this day and age. Well, for you business owners out there, whether you have an online business or a brick-and-mortar business, it's still running through the web. We all know that's a fact. And in today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, they deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to the endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across the state of Montana. They do. They're keeping everybody cyber-secure and ensuring that businesses run the way that they need to across the state. So ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com slash business. That's goblackfoot.com slash business. And you can click the link right here in the old podcast. We've made it so very easy for you. Go visit and find out how to keep your business or the business of people you know secure online with Blackfoot.
Jordan Tripp joining us in studios. Two Tell Nuanas, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Got a couple pieces of sound from Bobby Houck here that I'd like to uh, play and listen to, yeah. hear what he says, and then I've got a dictionary started that's just the interpretation of how <laughs> into what it actually is being said. Oh, so I want to hear some of this from you. But yeah. uh, this is good stuff. Let's this is it. from this week, uh, uh, from the uh, from the press conference. We'll start with uh, the fact that both these teams are in the top ten. The coach, too, uh, the question uh, to Coach Bobby Howe is, is there anything different or added or unique about this game Given that fact, this is only the second time that's ever happened that both of these teams are ranked inside of the top ten. No, I don't think so. I, I don't. I don't think that has. I mean, that would probably the difference in opinion on that would probably be as uh, diverse as everyone in the room. But uh, I don't. I know personally, and I can speak for these three. We we don't really have any uh, pay any attention to that, and haven't been involved in it for a long time. I could never tell you in the game if we were ranked or they were ranked. Now, I actually buy that pretty straight up. I mean, it 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 matters sort of in the scheme of what's not going on in the game ultimately, and obviously Absolutely. the committee and all that. But but it probably. I mean, what are you going to do? You're not doing anything different just because of whatever number is attached to to Montana or Montana State. But for instance, last time they were both ranked, the Cats were number one, and the Grizz went in. And wrecked them, and I think part of that motivation was that they were number one were, in the nation, were, right? Yeah, game, right? And yeah. So actually, wasn't there something for that? Operation. Oh, that, that's right, because you yeah. got hurt that year. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, you know, to what Coach Houck said, and and this rings true to what I was taught later on. Um, and he actually taught it to us out of the gate. But, but uh, you know, between Dan Quinn and Pete Carroll and and uh, some of the other coordinators and coaches that I had, is you know, no matter what week it is, you have your job. And we would always say, don't make anything up, you know, don't go and be something that you're not. So, you know, the number correlated with your ranking has nothing to do with, I mean, that's, that's great. It says what you've done up to this point, but at the end of the day, the, the field still has the same dimensions. You know, you got your guys next to you. Um, so the number correlated with your ranking is, is, is not for you per se, as an athlete or a coach, it is it is strictly what you have to do schematically to beat that opponent. So you're not going to go out there um, any differently when you're ranked one or you're ranked 25 or you're ranked 10 or whatever. That has nothing to do with the team that you are and the product you put on the field. So when I say don't make anything up, you know you have to attack and approach every situation the same because if you go out there and you try to do something differently than you've done in practice or that you did when you were ranked 10 or you're 25. I mean, your confidence doesn't come from your ranking. Your confidence comes from the guys in the room and the coaches that coach you and the work that you put in day in and day out during the week. That's what I always, always say. The, the game isn't won on game day. The game is is won in your preparation, your time. That's where you build confidence is when you go out there and put yourself in an uncomfortable situation where you got to make checks and reads and keys when they're motioning and you are in a two-minute situation or whatever it be to where you've developed that confidence during the week so you can go out there and execute. So I see what Coach Houck's saying, and I completely agree with it. And a lot of other coaches would, would probably second that. Um, you know, any good coach, I would think, that doesn't want to make things up on game day. Uh they have had Colter Montana State, I think, is it 19 different ball carriers? 19 different games. some point this ball. season? Yeah, no, no. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy, right? Have you watched Montana yeah, State? Yeah, you know, I have. And, um, so, yeah, I mean, every now and then, you know, we you'll be watching Montana or whoever waiting for the game to come on or you'll see some highlights and, and, and uh, see stuff. I'm like, 
Like, I mean, they're running a bunch of different stuff from what we saw back in 11 with, like, Sam Houston, their fly sweep and their quarterback mm-hmm. read and quarterback power, and then they put another guy in. And, uh, you know, I think as an as an athlete, you know, this week to kind of branch off of what you said is is you got to understand personnel. you got you got to understand who's in the game at quarterback. you got to know if so-and-so is in there, you're not going to get a chance for this as much. Mm-hmm. But also be aware of a tendency breaker, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, we used to do that all the time where... where we're okay. Hey, we're seventeen to one in this formation. Run the pass. So we're putting this in our back pocket. We're gonna have a tendency breaker. We're gonna bring out a long pass in this formation. So, so it's it's kind of interesting to see. And that's the type of stuff that unfolds during this game. Yes, is they just store and they're like, all right, we know that we got this, and they're teaching them all week that it's ninety to one. You know, run the pass in this, and then they just tick off a long bomb. Like we haven't seen that all week, but you got to be ready for it. Yeah. You know? So that's what's interesting about this game is kind of that X factor. I asked Bobby Hack about the run game specifically. Questions included in here, so let's listen to this. How hard is it, though, to prepare for a team that can be so multiple, both at the quarterback spot, in the run game, in the plus-one run game, and so forth? Well, you know, if you'd asked me that in 1995, the first time I saw some of this stuff, um, it was harder. You're trying to figure out how to how to stop it. Um, just in, from a numbers standpoint, there's nothing real new that we haven't seen for the last, what is that, 95 to 2019, 24, 25 years. Um, so, you know, the first time I remember seeing it was was the Bishop kid at Kansas State who ended up getting drafted by the Patriots. Uh, it was hard because we hadn't played against it a bunch. I mean, a lot of people are running a lot of quarterback run stuff these days. Pretty easy, pretty simple, no big deal, you know? Yeah. Ten different running backs, what do we care? It's it's been been going on for two and a half decades. Of course he's going to say that. But Kai Gregorak had a different take. He said, it is a nightmare to try and prepare for all of the different formations and runners and schemes that you have. Absolutely. And and it'll be interesting to see what these coaches do as a a linebacker, as a player. What you want to do is have a defense that you can stick to your rules to and stick to your keys and you don't have a ton of different looks. At the end of the day, you're going to have different looks, different keys, um, and different calls to certain personnel groups. But, you know, when you have some, you know, running back X in there for this, you want to limit the number of defenses you have, limit the number of keys, and just trust your keys, trust your eyes, make sure your eyes are in the right place, ball snapped, go play football, understand your fits, and like they say, know your fits, make your hits. You know, that's what you got to do. You got to see it and you got to hit it. So, um, to Coach Houck's attachment, you know, there's, well, we can look all across the league and see this quarterback has this or this scheme has this. And then pretty soon, I mean, you'd look at the wildcat phase. I mean, that's kind of phased out, right? Because people figure it out. People understand the numbers, you know, and, and what he's talking in regard to that is, is a lot of the time, you know, these offenses are checking the line. They spread you out. They see how many guys you got in the box or how many guys are walked out on receivers. And, and they're just counting numbers, and they're saying, okay, all right, well, they got six in the box, we're checking run. They got seven in the box, okay, we can run pass option. Eight in the box, we're going to throw it. You know, so that's what they're talking. And as a defender, you know, that that's the job of the coordinator. Say, hey, this is what they're looking at. You know, play with this, and then you can understand more of what you're going to get. You know, as an outside linebacker who's walked out on, like, the number two receiver, that quarterback could be staring at you, and the second you get too wide, they're going to check the power because you got to come – from outside in, but if you're sitting inside, they're going to check to the bubble with a quick slant. So understanding how to play with that guy and how to mess with him in that scheme, um, you know, that's where you kind of get the game inside the game, and it's a lot of fun um, to where you can mess with them. I want to ask you about Troy Anderson because build-wise, you and Troy Anderson are very similar, yeah. about 6'4", 230. Yeah, he's a big kid. And 
I always think about when I watch him play outside linebacker. He's he's a lot like how you were, where you, if you do get matched up against the slot, yeah, it's not that bad of a mismatch. You can run with that guy. You can make plays on the ball. But could you imagine if you're a sophomore in college, the coaches come to you and they say, "Hey, Jordy." You're playing quarterback. Oh man, no, <laughs> I can't. You know, and 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 I, I, I had enough trouble picking up. You know, Coach Hawks and uh, Coach Bratsky's defensive schemes. You know, uh, let alone thinking about playing quarterback <laughs> and quarterback power. You know, I, when I see an athlete who plays, I don't care what level, what team, quality of the team. When I see somebody playing both ways, right. it's a testament. You know, to the trust that they have him and, and, and also the type of football player, not even athlete football player mm-hmm. he is, you know, you can go in there and run quarterback power. I think that's pretty cool. You know, I mean, that's, that's an attestment to, to the type of kid um, that he is, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I mean, I've never met the guy. I, I, I don't know, but I got a respect, a lot of respect for him in terms of watching run around defense and then, you know, grab the ball at quarterback and, and, you know, let it rip. It's kind of cool. It's really cool. Yeah. It was very fun. Uh, this game Saturday, the number one run offense in the Big Sky Conference in Montana State versus the number one run defense in the conference, the Montana Grizzlies. Colter, this is your question to Bobby Hawk on that. Montana State leads the league in rushing. I think you guys lead the league in rush defense. So what do you think of just that matchup? Well, um, you know, we were kind of in a game like that last week where it was there's some similarities. Um, you know, it's, it's November. The game's in the state of Montana. As I just mentioned, we're all from Montana. Um, and you got to be able to run the ball, and both sides are going to try to do that. When it comes to this matchup, though, uh, Jordy, Jordy Tripp in studio with us, former Grizz, former NFL linebacker, when you look at this matchup in in this particular game Saturday, what do you see when Montana State has the ball and the Grizzlies are on defense trying to stop them? Um, I mean, I'll show, I, I'll show this a few people, but this is like what I would take in every game. Um and, you know, and as any athlete, for, for me to tell, uh, you know, a defensive or an offense or a special teams player is at the end of the day, you have your job and your responsibility. And, you know, what they do can't dictate or change what you do. If they're a running team, you're going to, like I said, have your keys, know your, like, know your fits, you know, and, and, and just cut it loose. But at the end of the day, it's, it's, uh, it's you and your matchup against your opponent. And, I would always say, you know, it's not going to be 100% if everybody won every matchup. You know, you'd be, you know, Khalil Mack. You know, right? <laughs> I mean, so, so at the end of the day, you know, uh, it's it's you or him. And this is what I would tell myself. All right, it's you or him. You have a choice. Who's it going to be? And I mean, and that rings true in this game m- more than ever. Mm. You know, but you don't change that. You carry that week to week. But at the end of the day, when you line up, football's a game of matchups. That's why you're like, how the heck did this team beat this team and they blew this team out? Well, they just matched up better. But, you know, as a player, uh, um, you know, in an integral part of a defense or a special teams unit um, or an offense for that matter, you know, at the end of, at the end of the day, you have a choice. Is it going to be you or is it going to be him? And you have a choice, and that's how you have to go into it with that mindset. So, you know, it's the running game. You know, it's the running game. You know, read your guards, read your centers, read your backfield. You know, know your fits, make your hits. At the end of the day, at the point of contact, is it you or him? You know, and that's what I would look at every single time you go in there. So it's going to be interesting to see. I'm fired up to watch these guys. Um, um, you know, it's uh, it's exciting. It's really exciting. We already know who you think's going to win, but uh, <laughs> tell us why. I'm sure you got Montana on this one, as always. You're a proud Grizz, but uh, how's this game going to play out? You know, 
it's always fun to watch at the end of the day. And I'm not going to step on anybody's toes here or anything, but, but uh, you know, Montana has and always will be the team in the state as much as they don't want to admit it or not. <laughs> if you watch everything that's transpired, um, they're just playing catch-up ball. And at the end of the day, you're Montana and they're Bozeman. They're always going to be Bozeman. And when you grow up in Montana, every single one of those kids, whether they admit it or not, wanted to play at Montana for Coach Houck. It might Deep, deep down, you could ask them. Now that they're there, they don't like them. So when you come here and you understand what Montana is and what it entails, it's just, it's just principle to me. You know, growing up here, seeing Coach Houck in Montana in the tradition, you just win the game because you step out there and you understand the tradition and what this means to you as a Montana player. And, you know, it's going to be a hard-fought game. We've had so many hard-fought games. They, you know what? They beat us a couple of times when I was here, and it made me sick to my stomach. But at the end of the day, till that last snap, you still believe you're going to win, you know. Um, and uh, I'm just fired up to watch these guys. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's great. If they want to use this for bulletin board material, you know, go for it. But I'm, <laughs> I'm fired up to watch oh, you gotta Montana. Do it's great. Is find somebody who's unaffiliated yeah. and tell you the truth <laughs> of what they really think about it, for crying out loud. Yeah. Jordy Tripp in here. Now, what are you going to the game? What are you? I mean, they might not let you in after no. they re-listen to this here. <laughs> no, now, you know? no, you know, um, no, I'm gonna, um, I'm not. I'm gonna sit here and watch it. Um, I'm fired up though. It's, uh, it's gonna be great. I'm excited to actually sit down and and watch a game. You know, last year was the first year I could do it, and yeah. this year was actually the first time I actually got to go to a game. You know, as a fan, right? Um, and it's fun though. You know, it's, uh, it's great to be a fan and 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 watch something you've been part of your whole life. Um, you know, and they're gonna be fired up over there. It's a it's um, a, um, a hostile environment, you know. I mean, it is. They get they get rocking over there. Um, you know, they throw snowballs at you and stuff. It's good stuff, you know. It's 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 every bit of everything you want as a college football player. You go into an atmosphere like that, or Montana or wherever it's at. There's there's nothing like it. And I played at a bunch of different stadiums, and there's nothing that compares to the University of Montana, you know, Bozeman State game. You know, it's great. Jordy, we appreciate you being here. This oh, thanks is for awesome, having me, guys. Man. This is a lot of Hopefully fun. Hope I didn't make too many Montana State. Hey, oh, sorry, Bozeman State fans. Uh, <laughs> Bozeman State, they don't deserve that name in front of their, their title, but don't let it make anybody mad. <laughs> <laughs> This is a classic. Classic. This is this is a chip off the house tree because he just what he just did was he did the exact thing that he knew would make everybody mad and nah, then come said, on now. I hope that nobody's mad. This you know, this is, is this great, is beautiful. Uh, we will have Chase Reynolds here in about ten minutes, and then again Jody Owens in the next hour, which maybe we get the other side oh, of this. Will, oh, 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 like, oh he, Joe, Jody's gonna reach through here and he'll, he'll text me or he'll try to find me or something. I don't know, dude. Oh, that, that, that was awesome though. Great insight on the football side. And, uh, yep. and the passion runs deep, which is what this game's all about. Jordy, we appreciate you being here, man. No, thanks, thanks for having me, you guys. I appreciate it. Quick break. Back up to this. You know, guests, the Wingate by Wyndham is the Missoula Hotel that truly offers something for everybody. No doubt. It's conveniently located near the airport, easy for when your friends come to visit you. And you know, of course, my favorite, water slides. That's right. they got an awesome water park with a sweet water slide that's perfect for families, groups, and birthday parties. With the Wingate, they also have a terrific business travel rate, large meeting spaces for you and your clients, and one of the best rewards programs you'll find anywhere. 
Talk to me about breakfast. They're not messing around with the Continental. They got the full breakfast spread, man. That's what I'm talking about. I need that. They got you covered there as well. Just down the road from the Missoula Airport, the location is quiet and convenient. The parking is ample and free, and the staff genuinely cares about taking care of their guests. The Wingate is at 5252 Airway Boulevard. You can also call. Very simple, easily memorizable number, 541-8000. That's 541-8000. The best hotel at the best spot for a hotel near the airport. Let the Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula make you feel at home, even when you're not. We go right now to the Rangers Brothers RV phone line. We welcome in our uh, our second Grizz guest of the afternoon, Chase Reynolds, back with us once again. Hi, Chase. How are you, man? Thanks for being here. You bet. Thanks for having me back. I thought maybe you'd kick me off after the last time I was on. I mean, are you kidding me? It's about to be two <laughs> Telnuanas and Reynolds right here is what we're doing. You know, we're going to make this we, thing we got happen. some We got some other competition lobbying for that, though, because Ty Gregorak was trying to etch his name in lights the last time he was in here on Tuesday. Oh, he, was, he was saying, I'm not leaving. We actually said, hey, Ty, thanks for coming by after you've been on for about half an hour. He said, what? He said, no, I'm doing the rest of the show. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not done. <laughs> um Chase, we uh, we had you on with the roundtable uh, a couple of weeks ago, and we covered a bunch of stuff. But obviously, this week such a big week, and we're less than forty eight hours from kickoff from Cagris number one nineteen. When you growing up in Montana and being a Montana kid, can you just line out for us what this is for for kids who grow up in the state? I think there's a total of how many Colter ninety four players ninety four players from Montana uh, from, playing this game from, on from Montana that are in this game. What it like for them and how do you compel or how do you express to teammates that maybe aren't from the state really what this is all about yeah and i'll tell you i'll be honest with you growing up you know we were kind of uh, not in the middle but um growing up in drummond i really wasn't a fan of either side so when i really started to understand what what it was about and what it really meant was when actually when i went to college here and started playing and that's when i really started to know what this rivalry was about and, uh, you know, it's to, to be a part of it is just is fantastic. And I don't think, you know, people coming from out of state, it's the same thing. You know, they don't really know um, what it, what the Brawl of the Wild is really about until they start to become part of the team. And that's where, you know, just that, that brawl that's been going for so long actually really starts to mean something. Um, you know, I, you have a certain certain degree of that when you're when you're growing up in the state but until you actually become part of of what it's about you know that's when i really started to know um the value of what this rivalry really is and what it means to, to montana before you and, and the verlanic boys i know jimmy went to montana state alex came here mm-hmm. but that, yep. but uh th- and that was kind of a little pipeline out of drumming there were several guys that got a chance to play in this rivalry but before that Joe Bignell is a longtime guy who's lived in Drummond, even though he was actually from Deer Lodge before he played at Montana State. Were you aware of him at all when, when you were a kid in Drummond, or, or were you aware of really anything about the Cat rivalry growing up? You know, not really, and then it kind of goes back to, to the story I told before. I was just so entrenched in trying to do what, you know, Drummond was doing at the time. Totally. Um, to be honest, but yeah, I didn't, I never paid attention. I, I never knew who was winning, who was good. Um, so I never really knew what the rivalry was about, and that's you know it's kind of be being super naive coming out of Drummond, but um, <laughs> understanding what it was after I got here. So Bobby Houck, though he he 
instills it in you. That's a light way of putting it. He beats it into you. He makes sure that everybody <laughs> understands. What do you remember some of the ways he, he he sort of made you aware? Because there is some kids that do, you know, maybe their sons or, or, or grandsons of Bobcats. We just had Jordy Tripp in on the show. I mean, his dad, his well, grandpa. Nice. You know, I mean, they, mm-hmm. they, they played for Montana. He, he was immersed in it since he was a little kid. But what, do you remember some of the tactics Coach Houck used to make sure you guys were fully aware of just the magnitude of this game? You know, the the one thing I remember is we always had some meetings before, you know, throughout the week. And, um, you know, he he brought in, he brought in somebody who's wearing a, um, I think it was Coach Dassey at the time was wearing a Montana State hat. And, uh, in fact, I think it was Gregorak was uh, wearing a University of Montana helmet. And through our special teams meeting, Gregorak come running across the room and smashed into Dassey and put him through the wall. You know, and it was just kind of a, a rally moment to what this really means. And, uh, it was just, it was funny. And kind of when I think back to, to those little moments and, and the, the, you know, I don't want to say hatred, but at the time it was, you know, the, the two top level teams in the state of Montana are playing and what, what it meant to win was more than just a win. It was, you know, bragging rights. There was the trophy and, um, it just meant so much to win that game. Coulter, you have a business, and your business is based in the World Wide Web. Indeed I do, so I'm on my computer all the time. And if you're not online, you're not making money, and it is important to make sure that you're online and secure. Am I right? Absolutely. Got to be cyber safe this day and age. Well, for you business owners out there, whether you have an online business or a brick-and-mortar business, it's still running through the web. We all know that's a fact. And in today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, they deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to the endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across the state of Montana. They do. They're keeping everybody cyber-secure and ensuring that businesses run the way that they need to across the state. So ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com slash business. That's goblackfoot.com slash business. And you can click the link right here in the old podcast. We've made it so very easy for you. Go visit and find out how to keep your business or the business of people you know secure online with Blackfoot. Chase Reynolds joining us, uh, former Montana Grizzly, former uh, NFL veteran and NFL veteran uh, as well, and a former Drummond star. Speaking of, now we got the Class C eight-man state championship coming up this weekend as well. Now Drummond, a two-overtime winner in the first round, made it all the way through the quarters where before they fell to Great Falls Central. But do you still keep up both with Drummond and with Class C eight-man? And for people who, you know, maybe they're not all that aware. I mean, they know what's going on, but what is that like to be playing at that level and, and the small town rivalries and and games and competition that go on around the state. Yeah, I, I definitely try to keep up. You know, it's great to see Drummond and Peaver together, and, and you know they've had a lot of success after I've left, and it's just a, a compliment to the program in itself. So I, I try to keep up, and you know, for those of you who really know, eight man football is real football in Montana. You know, there's eleven <laughs> man where you guys have extra people out there, <laughs> but uh, no, it's. It's great, you know, and I think Drummond's done a great job. And, um, you know, I talk to a lot of people who still love watching Class C football, so it's it's cool to stay kind of intact with that and, and watch, you know, who's who's winning, who's not, and, and watch those teams kind of develop. First top 10 matchup in this game since 2011. 
uh, between where both teams were ranked in the top 10 coming into this game. And big-time ramifications on both sides. I think they're both going to the playoffs no matter what. But uh, some seeding on the line, potential Big Sky Conference championship mm-hmm. for Montana on the line. So, first of all, I mean, winning Big Sky titles was commonplace when you were playing. And uh, you guys won seven straight of them during Bobby Houck's time. I think 12 straight was the overall count by the time it was all said and done. And then it's it's been... Sort of few and far between since then. I know Montana still considers their 2011 championship a championship. It was stripped from them by the NCAA. Regardless, though, it's been quite a little while since Montana has actually sewed up a Big Sky title. So what do you think of just this opportunity that the Grizz have to sort of take that next step towards at least returning to dominance like Bobby Houck has preached? Yeah, I think it's great. I mean, uh, honestly, I think it's what Bobby set out to do. I think that's what he's doing. You know, a lot of people, when he came back, you know, was was worried about where the program was going to be. But, you know, ultimately, like I told you guys before, I mean, Bobby was the best thing for this program. And I think their success last weekend through the season and the opportunity to go in there and have a Big Sky championship on the line, you know, speaks volumes of what, you know, what he said when he got here. And that's, you know, I'm going to do what I have to do to get this program back to where it was, um, you know, back when I when I played. And um, like you said, I, seven, seven straight. Um, I mean, that's phenomenal. You look back at the success and, and, it, and what people don't really understand is how hard it is to get to that point, let alone stay at that level. So, you know, I think it's, it's a compliment to Bobby and his staff, what they've done um, in the first couple of years that they've been here and, and to, to, to be where they're at right now. And, um, you know, I hope they just finish out this season like they, like they played last weekend and, and take, it to the, take it to the Cats and bring that championship home. Chase Reynolds joining us, uh, a former running back for the Montana Grizzlies. And as a running back, Chase, I want to ask you, because I think the running game in this game is such a huge, I mean, it's a huge key just anyway, but especially you got the number one rush offense in Montana State versus the number one run defense. But also the Grizzlies between Marcus Knight and, and Nick Osmo is kind of a change of pace, have really been prolific, especially scoring the football. But when you look at the running backs in this game and the running defenses, what do you see and, and, and what, what do you expect to happen Saturday that way? Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a brawl of both. You know, I, I know McKnight's done a great job. You know, I think the running backs just need to keep doing what they do and run downhill, and um, you know, just live by that run game because I think ultimately that's what you're gonna do is where where the defense down, and then Montana, you know, you needs to step up on D and shut their shut their run game down because we all know that you know if you you, you pound 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 and um, somebody's got a break, so we're we're betting on on Montana to stay on top and. Um, you know, I think it's going to be a, a good brawl and be exciting to watch. When it comes to Dalton Snead, how big is it in the run game to have a guy who not only runs the ball when something breaks down from time to time, but actually has runs built for him? And, and, and how difficult is that to defend when it is, you know, you never really know when that's coming, but a handful of times a game, you know, you know Dalton, number 11, he's going he's gonna to be toting the rock. Yeah, and I, I'll tell you what that that Dalton he is he has impressed me, and he's a tough, hard nosed kid to be a, you know for a quarterback. Um, but he's you know he's a he's a great athlete, and to have him as a dual threat, you know that is hard on defenses. You know you, you try to do so much on the pass, try to defend the run, but when you put a guy in there where, that can pass or run, I mean it becomes another uh, another volume of the game where you know it's hard to defend. How do you sit there and spy on him, or, or you know how to? How to contain him is pretty tough. So that that has made the offense, you know, extra special this year as far as him being kind of that dual threat. Where he, I mean, when he takes off running, it's you know he's going he's going to get the first down, and that 
in a quarterback is, is great to see. I mean, the kid gets tough as nails, and he runs well um, and throws the ball, too. So he, he's a good, exciting player to watch. What do you remember about playing at Bobcat Stadium? Oh, it's always cold. <laughs> it's always cold. That is the truth. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I think they've done a good job. They got a, they got a pretty cool stadium. I think they've grown quite a bit since I played there. But uh, nothing sweeter than winning. Um, the only thing better is going over there and winning. So it'll it'll be exciting. Homer away. Now it's always good to beat him. We'll uh, we'll let you go. We know you got a uh, a kiddos basketball game to get to. So oh, good yeah. for you for uh, for doing yep. that. Last thing though, Saturday, you yourself, what are you doing? Are you going over there? Are you going to set yourself up in the Missoula area to watch this game? What are you up to? Yeah, no, I think a couple of us, the old Grizzly players, maybe Hobbs, a couple guys are going to get together, watch the game, and we'll be cheering loud and watching. And uh, like I said before, I hope we can take it to them and and bring home the the Big Sky Championship. Now do, me, now, do me a favor. If you're watching the game with Hobbs, you can tell him I said this. Tell him if he ever decides to play golf again with his three-wood, it's just not fun for anybody. Last year, he tried to take that three-wood out, and he thinks he's going to have more control. And I'm like, Hobbs, I don't play golf with you except for I want to see you hit it 400 yards. So take exactly. the driver take the driver out, swing away. If you shank one over, I'll give you a mulligan. Tell him. Only the big stick next year, Hobbs. That's right. I make him play with the big stick because I know that's the only way I can halfway keep up with him. He goes 150 feet off the tee so. <laughs> He goes looking for his ball. Well, Chase, awesome. we certainly appreciate you being with us again. Enjoy the game Saturday. I know you will, and, uh, and uh, we'll catch up again soon, all right? Sounds good. Thanks again, guys. I appreciate it. You got it. Chase Reynolds. Former uh, running back for the Grizzlies, outstanding running back. Th- what three-time uh, All Conference first, first running team back? All Big Sky, impressive, uh, and obviously uh, St. Louis and Los Angeles Rams six-year NFL veteran as well. So great to have him on uh, with us. Whether you're traveling to Missoula for business, a family visit, or to watch the Grizz game, the Wingate wants to be your home away from home. Call the Wingate to find out how we can take care of your next trip to Missoula. From conference rooms to great complimentary breakfast to an indoor water park, we have what you need and what you want when traveling. The Wingate of Missoula is a proud supporter of Grizzly and Lady Grizz Athletics, and we look forward to making you feel at home when you're not. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes. And they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org. Or, of course, you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold. Or visit online anytime, anywhere, MSU Bookstore. .org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus. 